and one hey guys welcome to episode 28 of the doctrines of rad podcast i'm drew this is logan in one of these directions here depending on what screen you're watching and we have a special guest with us the. um he is the the, the the emilio is it sarabia or sarabia the first one sarabia, sarabia. so we've got yes, sir. emilio sarabia with us um and he is a Christian rapper who is uh, who's got videos out. We actually have videos to watch tonight, guys. Uh, and uh, we're gonna just jump right in uh, with Emilio tonight. And um, why, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about you? You, you kind of led into it before we went live. Give us give right. us kind of your upbringing, your background, uh, leading up to where you're at today, man. Yeah, like who are you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And first, hi, Logan. Hi, Drew. It's so nice Hello. to be live with you guys. I've been yes, looking sir. forward to this for a while since we started talking about it. But um, as for me, my name's Emilio Saravia. I'm a Christian hip-hop artist. And um, basically, my journey kind of begins as a young kid when I was, like, seven years old. I had an uncle that, like, pulled us into the room and, like, made us watch the um, Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames video. Oh, I remember that. I grew up Christian. Catholic-ish. I didn't know what I believed, but I knew that Jesus was God, but I didn't really understand it. And when I was seven and we watched that video, I basically got like, like traumatized, like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to do this prayer. And I did the Lord's prayer and like, I prayed and I considered at that moment for it to be my moment of salvation. Mm. Um, but then, you know, I, I grew up as I'm going through middle school, I'm kind of starting to live a life for myself, not for God. I never had any reverence for God. Um, I would sneak into the liquor cabinet and stuff like that. Cause my brother was like rebellious and then like would bring me in on it. Older and brother, older brother. Yeah. By yeah. three years. And so we, we, we didn't really understand God. We, we just thought this is part of growing up. Like, you know, you start to be a troublemaker a little bit, stuff like that. We weren't too wild, but for how young I was, I consider it pretty crazy. Um, and then at 12 years old, God kind of just found me where I was. I had a little tiny, like four day break from school in seventh grade. I was 12 years old. And this, um, we were watching YouTube videos about our favorite artists, like um, Jay-Z at the time. Um, I couldn't tell you any other ones besides Eminem. We were just watching like videos that we grew up on. And we noticed, I think it was the first line that we noticed that stuck out to us. And I think it was the Holy Spirit kind of like highlighting that to us was um, this line that said, Jesus can't save you, life starts when the church ends. And it's mm. in a popular song, um, Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. That's a song with, I believe, Alicia Keys, where she's like, New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, I was like, whoa, I've heard this song a billion times, and I've never heard this one line. Mm. And then that, that we, we got curious, and we're like, well, let's just see. Like I said, we had a Christian background, but we weren't really like following God. And um, we were like, let's just see what else we could find. So we started doing this deep dive. We were like searching basically like the satanic artist, quote unquote, before it was like this whole Illuminati type thing. Yeah. yeah. And we were, we were just looking into this and we were like, every single artist either talks about drugs, they talk about sex, they talk about money, or they deliberately say they, they sold their soul or they love Satan or they hate Jesus. Like we kept hearing it from every one of our favorite artists. And wow. that just didn't sit right with me. But I noticed as we were doing research on this, I started getting really like anxious, angry, upset. Like the music was affecting me. I didn't even know why at the time I'm young. All I thought was me and my brother were arguing and me and my brother were getting ready to go to blows. And he 
stops me and he was like hold on if this is like the music that people that that satan quote unquote makes then what about gods and i had i didn't grow up in church we weren't in the regular church goers my dad was in prison at this time um and my mom was working a bunch of jobs so we weren't church goers we didn't know the church culture we were just like what does god's music sound like and so we looked up I don't remember what we looked up, but I want to say it was something like as corny as like God's music or something like that. Yeah. But um, right when we looked that up, Worthy is the Lamb, the worship song came on. And mm. I had never heard mm. uh, this worship song before. I never heard worship in my life, to be honest with you. I oh, mean, wow. I'm sure I, I it passed me by when we were watching Heaven's Gate, Hell's Flame at the end or something. But I never like, there was never like in my mind, like I didn't know what worship music was. And I heard this song, Worthy is the Lamb, which has the gospel in it, but also from a young age, God had planted that seed to where I knew the gospel. And so during this song playing, I completely surrendered myself to Jesus. Wow. I, received the Holy, I received the Holy Spirit and fell on the floor just crying. And it was a different kind of cry. It was like a cry of joy, like I'm home. And mm. I had all this weight on me because I was just very angry and um, it, it lifted and I just felt this weight come off me. I felt the Holy Spirit enter. And I don't, I'm, I'm so young, but I knew in that moment, my life was going to be changed for the rest of my life. Like I knew mm -hmm. that I wasn't going back to the way I was doing things. I That's knew awesome, that I didn't want to just be one foot in with Jesus. I wanted to be all in. Amen. And then a crazy thing. I'm not an artist. I felt God moved me to make Christian music. Like I was realizing if this music can really impact people this way, the way that my life has been changed. Like I was one way and now I'm another by hearing a random song at home that popped up. I think it was a random ad that popped up too for this song. Um, and so we, I was like, I'm going to make music for God and I can't sing. So I'm going to rap. <laughs> and that's, Dude, how that's it awesome. Like happened. Have you ever, um, have you ever tried to like, have you ever added any bars to any of your current songs that talk about worthy is the lamb? as like yeah. your have you which song i gotta i want to check it out so, did you just say bars i said look dude bar, bar, i can bar, say bar. Bar. <laughs> he knew what i meant <laughs> but did you know what you meant <laughs> i didn't know i have no idea what bars are <laughs> oh, man. i don't know depends who you hey. ask, depends who you ask. So actually, let me let me let you, both of you guys in on just a little bit of a secret to embarrass myself before I turn any redder here. Uh, when I was in the Navy, we had a group of guys on the ship that there was there used to be this website. I don't remember what the name of the website was, but it was a rap battles website where you could put you could battle rap anybody and it was only lyrics because they oh, wow. we didn't have the technology. You know, we didn't have like TikTok today. Right. And right. this is back like 2005. And so it was kind of like a forum and you could, you, you could go in and, and rap battle somebody and you could spit all of your bars and then someone else could come in and respond to your bars with their own. And then the people that were there could vote on who had the most fire bars. Wait, what website and was this? I don't, it's probably something this like rapbattles.com so or something, dude. Like it, like, I don't know. We're talking 15 20 years ago now you know what i mean like i love, so, I love prehistoric internet i'm looking I, it up so i can't go another day without knowing so, so, got it. epic so, rap battles nerd oh that's the producer geeks. mindset right there so rap battle rap, rap battles.com rap battle forums it might have been it that might have been it dude so listen search so what was your rap name i don't remember i don't know drew but, 
It wasn't Drew. I could tell you. Maybe it would Drew with a U oh. <laughs> and the yeah. umlaut over it. But anyway, um, I was actually a really good battle rapper. I could never freestyle, I could, but I could write. And I was writing stuff and getting like upvotes all the time. It was like Reddit for rappers. And like it. you don't I see people's it. pictures, so they have no idea who I am. You know, it, there's nothing to lose. <laughs> bro, so I know Bart. Look, you guys are going to see a whole different version of me tonight. Thank you. That's too. Right. Let's go. Come on now. That's right. West so Coast. what's this? What's the song? What's the song that you've done that has so your uh, testimony? I have, to, I have to pretense this. I got yeah. saved in 2010. I'm 25 currently. I got saved when I was 12. Wow. So I, I've been technically engineering and making music since I was uh, since 2011. So I have these phases of my career where I didn't really start releasing music till 2016. I kind of was honing in my craft and also like learning a lot about my faith. My brother was um, three years older than me. So like when he was 15, I was 12. He when we got saved. He um, was diving into doctrine, doctrine, doctrine. And so like, honestly, I always say he kind of was like my shield because he went through mm. different, all the different theologies and stuff like that. And he stressed about this, cried about this. And I, mm. I got to grow with him because he just taught me so much and I got to like learn alongside him. But during these phases of my life, um, around 2016, I released my first mixtape and that, this was back on SoundCloud days. Oh yeah. This is, this is the, this is where I believe, let me make sure I'm right. Yes. Uh, this it doesn't where, matter. Nobody's watching anyway. You can just lie if you want to. <laughs> this is where the worthy is the lamp song is, is on my first mixtape on SoundCloud called Genesis. Oh, nice, and so, dude. I really felt like the Lord was leading me to just start something, start somewhere. And so I made a mixtape and I'm rapping over like other beats that people have made in the past. Um, I think I even used a, a Nate Dogg beat from like the 90s nice. and a Snoop beat. But I, I, we remixed this song and we titled it Worthy is the Lamb and kind of told our story. But I catch mm. myself nowadays, 2021, since then I've released uh my first debut album was 2019 then i did an ep 2020 and now i've released a lot of singles going into my next album this year so now i find myself getting a bigger audience and retelling these stories yeah. so i do plan one day on making an updated version of worthy is the lamb because that story resonates so deep awesome. with how i got saved yeah man so speaking of what you you kind of you've been uh you've been slowly kind of gaining some notoriety over the last, I mean, at least since I've met you, I've, I've see, actually seen, I, of course I stalked your YouTube channel. I went to your music videos and stuff like that. You've done, um, you've done a lot of different podcast interviews as well. You want to talk about some of like the, the bigger ones that were like, kind of like, Oh, this is huge that I'm here now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Doctrines um, of rad. Obviously this one is the number this one. Is the biggest but, one right here. Yeah, The biggest <laughs> one. All two, I just want all to two say people watching. Whenever I seen your your funny comment on my video, I absolutely like geeked out because I've been following you probably for longer than you've been following me. Like I've been following your content for a long time, long time now. And typically oh. Christian Christian content, because I'm a Christian artist, I'm consumed with it so much that a yeah. lot of it kind of just bleeds in with the rest of it. You hear the same like phrases and stuff like that. But the way that you deliver things, it just was like funny, but also God. And it was just perfect for like, for me so like i was following you in the minute that i seen you commented i was like dude oh i felt the same about here. you dude i felt as soon as i saw you respond to me i was like oh this is this guy's actually gonna that's cool man appreciate i appreciate you. it yeah but ba back to the um the podcast so in 2020 i started a podcast with um this 
this guy who does my music, he edits my music sometimes. His name's AJ. Um, I believe he's AJ Solified on all platforms. Hmm. But I talked when I met him was actually in 2016 at an Andy Mineo concert. I'm still young. I'm still very zealous. And I, I seen him at the concert and I felt a strong conviction just to walk up to him. And I literally told him these words. I was like, I feel like God's telling me that you make music and me and you are going to work together and be a big part of each other's lives. And then he kind of laughed because he was kind of like thrown off by it. And I get it now, but like at that moment, I was just like so zealous. And, yeah. Um, but it led to an awesome relationship. And we started a podcast in 2020. Unfortunately, he had a daughter and we didn't pick it back up. Unfortunately. <laughs> that did sound weird. That did sound weird. Unfortunately, he has the responsibilities now. So, you know, how dare you have I love that baby. What I meant to say was, unfortunately, with COVID and his daughter. Yeah, I got you. I meant to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention that. Unfortunately, we couldn't continue. That's what I was trying to say. I got you. No, you're fine. We're just going to give you crap. (laughs) I can't believe I said that. That's good. He's going to clip this and throw it on our podcast. Clip it. it. Let's go. Yeah, man. But eventually we we redid it. We restarted that podcast last week. (laughs) 1309. Heard. I got you. (laughs) But yeah. So other than that, I had been a part of different podcasts, um, smaller podcasts, just talking about my faith. Not really though, but I, I have a heart for podcasting. I've been like deeply in love with podcasts since like 2018, but it mm. wasn't until 2021 where um, I was in Houston and I was meeting up with some friends. Um, so okay. that's even a story in itself. I drove 26 hours to perform one song on a tour, but wow. I felt the Lord leading me there. So I drove. And um, when we got there, it just so happened that I met somebody at a concert and it led to one thing led to another. And I was on this podcast called let's chop it up. And the community work that they do is is really amazing. They um, they disciple people in the community. They also um, get different Christian hip hop artists to donate and give like stuff to charity and stuff like stuff to kids and all that. It's just it was awesome to be on there and then also get to meet um, the the crew and everything like that. That's awesome. What community work do we do, Drew? Um, I I don't know, dude. Disappointments. I'm I'm an unsuccessful Christian rapper. I mean, bring me on this <laughs> Not podcast. Not yet. Not yet. Well, <laughs> Not yet. listen, dude, you might hey, you might be hey, unsuccessful Dr. now. Is about to blow you up. We're hey, about we to blow you up. No, actually, yeah, it's going to be the opposite. I bring on I bring on these folks, you know, and I groom them. I groom them <laughs> while they're young, and then once he blows up and he's at Lecrae level, right? And then I send <laughs> then I send him that text, and I'm like, hey, bro. Do you remember when you did my podcast? So let's, uh, yep. let's I need you to bring me on tour. Yeah. You know? And I follow that up with an invoice from that podcast. You know, <laughs> there you go. The, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'll, you guys out. in 10 years, you're going to see Drew Kaler <laughs> opening yep. for Emilia. They're going to be like, Why, who are these guys? What's going on here? They're just typing your bars. They're not even rapping them. They're just coming on the screen. <laughs> Did you get you one of those DJ masks where it just covers it? You can't see? Just typing your bars. <laughs> That's the new wave. Oh, my gosh, man. If anybody just came in on that one, they would not understand the context of what. Not at all. Oh, oh man. So that is so good. So um, let me tell you, dude. So when you called me tonight uh, as we were kind of discussing all the uh the nuances of the show uh, i was actually i was in the middle of youth group and uh and it's you weren't interrupting it's i mean you were but it's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> but but 
But what I want to say, you were, but I'd be like, they're kids. Like, I mean, it's, they're they're just they're, it's just a ministry. It's just what God's called me to do. This is where God has me in my life. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm just the youth it. pastor. I just stop for my, my real passion. I mean, is the if God brings it up on Judgment Day, you know right. that's on yeah. him. Be like, <laughs> Lord, it was important. So anyway, sorry, what kids? <laughs> What, what kids? So I uh, I told uh, I I actually pulled up one of your videos and I had the kids watch it. Oh and wow! No way. They all watched it and they were like, they were like, this guy's really good. Like I showed Praise the God. one. Wow. It's it's the one from um, it's it it was Rapzilla's YouTube okay. channel. So right. I don't remember the name of the song now, but we watched the whole thing and then was it singing I, or rapping. Like it was rapping. Called- it was you and two other guys that were Women. well. Yes, it was villain. Yeah, it was villain. So the guy, the the kids really enjoyed it. They uh, they had a lot oh, of really good God. things to say about it. And um, I did have them ask uh, some questions, but uh, they're on my phone, and my phone is currently on TikTok. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they they wanted to know, like we kind of talked about you were going to be on the podcast and like what we're going to be discussing tonight and stuff like that. So hopefully some of the kids will be in watching uh, or awesome. we'll watch this later. Um, but they, they had a lot of really good things to say. And I used, you know, I used your presence as clout to make me cooler. So I was like, yeah, he just <laughs> called me. That guy just called me, you know, we were just you talking know. on the phone and they were like, Oh, really? Like rappers in my phone, you know, no big deal. Yeah. I got rappers in half, my phone. That's dude. half my contacts. I got rappers <laughs> in my phone. I mean, you want me to call Snoopy dog? I can call Snoopy dog. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no big deal. You can't add this. You can't add the Y at Snoop. Uh, you got I don't, can't be Snoopy dog. You're it's because I'm yourself. basically a boomer, right? Like I'm not like I'm not at the age level of boomers, but my body and my, the rest of my life is boomerish. So uh, I'm on the Facebooks. Uh, oh, I'm on the, the Facebook. Yes. Uh, so, all right, let's talk about, um, uh, well, here, actually, let's, uh, I want to show one of your videos. Um, we're going to show it. So if you guys are watching on TikTok, you have to come on over to YouTube real quick to watch the video with us. But stay on TikTok. Um, but stay on TikTok. So f- Borrow your kid's tablet again. Um, have, we are going to watch a song called Ugly. We Ugly. Yeah. We're going to watch this. That was this. the first video that I released on my channel rather than Rap. Oh, nice. Yeah, trying to build the brand from my channel instead of going through other places, I guess. All right. So here it is. And I'm going to have you... Uh, We'll, we'll we'll watch it and then uh we'll you know ask some questions about it or, or whatever uh all right here we go we ugly no way to save me outside of my god just trust me i am unworthy and i am a fraud can you guys hear it we ugly no way to save me outside i can hear it yeah okay just trust me I am unworthy and I am a fraud. I got a shorty, I know that she cute. She walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. She'll keep her eyes on the heavenly, knowing the plan will be better than anything less. She don't keep her eyes on me, gotta keep them on the team. That's how we connect. Yeah, she don't gotta go and seek. No, the father got the keys. TikTok, go to YouTube if you want to hear it. Told me that I'm not a sinner, but then I point back to my deeds. He pointed back to the son he gave up. Then he said, My son, you free. We blameless, not famous, but dangerous. With the robot guy, it's Jesus, it's bleeding, it's glory for the one true God. If it was about my works, then it wouldn't work. All it falling short. So then all of y'all gonna need more. Faith without works is dead, but works without faith is nothing. I think that I'm on to something. Jesus paid my costly budget. We ugly. No way to save me outside of my God. Just trust me. I am unworthy and I am a fraud. 
we ugly. We didn't mean to change actors midway through. Outside of my just, God, just one of our guys me. had to go. I am unworthy and I am a fraud. Yeah, only God can judge me, but what about when he do? Every knee will bow one day. He ain't never worried about a crown that way. We all got to give an account Sunday. Hold up, bring it back, because I'm at someday. Some of y'all try to make it out that way. I'm preaching to the choir to get out that place, not out your faith. Listen, I'm worried. The Bible is clear. The Savior is coming and it could be near. And this is too Christian for Christians. It's weird. So Jesus returned to pull weed from the tear. We gon' find out who the real and the fake ones be. It isn't my job to get out my seat. Just on my knees, because we all ugly and we all got needs. So I pray you see, religious will judge. Unrighteous will budge. These are the fruits that I seen in me. Before I make a front, let me guarantee I've fallen short in every way. But I reconcile when I pray. Your holiness will make them change your preference, cast them away. Cause we, we ugly. No way to save me outside of my God. Just trust me. I am unworthy and I am a fraud. We ugly. No way to save me outside of my God. Just trust me. I am unworthy and I am a fraud. Bro, oh, that is start. so good. <laughs> that is so you, good, brother. man. Thank you, brother. So, Thank you. so I run a fitness uh, class. It's like a Christian fitness class. So I play like Christian hip hop music um, during during my like workout sessions. And there's this grumpy old man at the eight o'clock class that just gets so upset. He's like, <laughs> it's just it's just too loud. I'm like, is, is it because it's too loud or because you're deaf, right? So it's obviously <laughs> not too loud. Or is it the genre? Is that right. what you're really upset it's about? It's too rap. That's what I think you're saying. That song is too rap. That's what's being actually said. <laughs> and so he paused for a second. I was like, ah, that's what it is. Oh, you said that I to like, him. I like Yo, you guys. No, yeah, no, this, like is a, <laughs> this is a real conversation. Like, like how I operate, I swear. Oh, it's no, awesome. no. If you, if you rap, you're going to hell. Like that's very. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a one-way ticket. My plan is to possibly like just quit right when i feel like things are going south and then repent you know and get right <laughs> well what what you use this is how you do it and this will lead us into our next section so what you need to do is you 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 get really popular and very famous on as being a christian rapper yeah. Yeah. then once you hit <laughs> oh, that level you drop the christian label because no one what? wants to hear that nonsense <laughs> right, right, anyway right 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 and then you just right, go right. straight fire like Start smoking weed and yeah. cocaine. My yeah. next song addresses that line that you just said right now. Because yeah. I've been in a room where they praising God and smoking tree. You're welcome. I'm glad I inspired wow. that. I hope I get credit. <laughs> I mean, it's already written and the song's begun. coming out next Friday. But yeah, you you were inspired it for sure. Holy Spirit did. You got to, <laughs> yeah. Go I wanted to tap, tap in about that uh, concept for that video. It's crazy how God in that season... Most of my music in 2022 got written all in the same week on 2020 in oh, December wow. 2021. Like God told me to be diligent and consistent because I was 24 at the time. And I, it's like at this point, if I don't start taking this seriously, I either need to because I want to do ministry for my life. And that's what I want to do for a living. And if it's not music, it should be something else. And I was kind of just getting comfortable working the jobs I was working and stuff. And God snatched me out of that and was like, this is your main job. Those other jobs are going to fade away. This is, this is something that's more important. And so I wrote these songs, but my point being is that the, I wrote these songs and then the season that I went into when they, when these songs were releasing already scheduled to release, but when mm. they were releasing, I was going through everything I was talking about from that song, ugly to power trip. Ugly is just about uh, me kind of talking to 
I guess mainly the church in a sense um, of just, I have so many people like in different faiths, like um, Pentecostal, reformed. I mean, not really reformed, Pentecostal really. Well, now you have over- us, we're reformed, so you're good. <laughs> Amen. And and I was around, I was around other uh, different people that would just be super, super judgmental over um, mm. personal convictions, I guess. Like I had a, I had a friend get treated terribly and get called crazy names because he asked the question is Donda from Kanye West Hmm. better than Drake's last album and then he got just torn apart by this person and it was seeming kind of spiteful because um the person's kid actually is the one who's leading like their youth group and stuff and Hmm. he was he was listening to secular music all the time and stuff like that so it just seemed like she was picking and choosing what she was doing all that to be said that song ugly the concept was supposed to be or what it turned out to be was like, I am on the runway and I'm trying on clothes, trying to impress the judges and mm. the judges aren't trying to, ha- or they're not having it. They're not feeling it. They're telling me, no, I'm getting frustrated because no matter how much I try to impress the judges with different outfits, they aren't going to receive me. And then um, finally, and during the hook process, I go and I just put on all white, which is like the, I'm, I'm representing putting on Jesus basically, instead mm. of trying to put on like, um, the reference I was trying to get at in a way was like in, in the music industry, how we try to be like one way or the other. I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to put on Jesus. And so when I put on Jesus, now all of a sudden the flip, the, the script gets flipped and I'm talking to the judges. And that's why I mentioned like, sure, like only God's going to judge me. But what about when he do every knee will bow one day? You ain't never worried about the crown that way. And then I get into mm. um, kind of preaching, preaching to them. And then I say, yeah, and this is to Christian. Yeah, this this one for sure. I was like, this this is too Christian for Christians. It's weird. And then I bring up how um, in the end times God's gonna separate the wheat from the tear. I believe yeah. the tear. And um, but here's my thing is that like I find a lot of churches or just leaders around um, that I've been around doing music, they try to separate it themselves. They try to be the ones that ah, are separating every Sunday. I and like, like I I find that exhausting. So like for me. I know a lot of things about a lot of different people, but rather than like put my energy into condemning them, I focus my efforts on getting to know who God is, um, loving Jesus and loving them the way that Jesus loves them. That doesn't mean like shying away from like having to be honest and and talk to a brother when they're severely out of line, but more yeah. so just like taking away the I'm not trying to separate the wheat from the tear. That's that's not the Bible. never not, says It's not our job to do that. It's not yeah. my job. Basically, right. that's exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not my job. And then at the end of the video, you see the judges revealed to be the prosperity church, the poverty church, or, you know, the poverty gospel, I mean, like kind of the opposite of the, have you heard of the poverty gospel? <coughs> yeah, isn't it essentially just the kind of sell all you have to follow Christ yeah, sort of deal? Right. Yeah, yeah. Just to show different aspects. I didn't want to like go at one, go one way and then not go the other way. I wanted to show the two extremes and then. Um, oh, yeah. And then we put in a little joke there, like, um, I'm of the world, I'm just here. And so, like, in other words, like, I was talking to the judges that I was trying to impress this whole time were people that didn't, I didn't need to be impressing, or I didn't need to, I didn't need to put those efforts forward. And it was also, like, a heart check for me, like, realizing that I'm ugly. Because I was once that, I was once that believer when I first got saved. I was, I was zealous. I was preaching all the time. And um, I really just jumped into evangelism before mm. I got discipled. A lot of fire, and, but no direction. Yes. And that's basically what I was doing was trying to separate the wheat from the tear myself. And, and God humbled me 
plenty of times to where I realized like, I just need Jesus. Like the gospel awesome. isn't like I got saved and now I'm great. It's like, I'm ugly. I'm only good because of Jesus. And I need to pursue him every single day. Dude. I love it, man. What a great, what a great message and a great way to make yourself known by using scripture, by actually using biblical doctrines and concepts and not just trying to Amen. be, you know, some people infuse Christian stuff in, but they right. usually use like a lot of worldly kind of lyrics and stuff. And you're actually out there using, you know, scripture, you're using scriptural concepts in your, in your lines. And I, I think it's great. I mean, man. my, the way I got saved wasn't from somebody sugarcoating it, you know, like the mm. way I got saved was literally a worship song. I wasn't looking for Jesus. When I heard that song, I wasn't in a place where I was like, I want to hear a Christian song today. No, God drew me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go out and have to That's be right. drawn. By, oh, like, so you're reformed too. Sounds great. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Come on now. Let's oh go. man. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically that's, that was the whole heart posture for me is like seeing Christian hip hop. I knew that was going to die at some point. We're, we'll make some halftime adjustments, but um, that was my whole heart what posture is I, my left light died. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Hey, yeah. I Look, charged man, it for is, a while. This isn't a real podcast. Yeah. This isn't a real podcast. Dude. You can, you can turn your, you could just turn your, your mic off basically just stay here and just 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 write hey, um, Emilio I, I just type so, in your response so what yeah. you the the like the take you just gave I have a book for you it's called speaking of Jesus by Carl Medeiros and it's the art of non-evangelism mm. and okay. it's, a, it's a really good read about just focusing on Jesus when talking to people about Jesus right right um, so I what, highly read speaking what's of that? Jesus Speaking of Jesus, just, let me write that down real quick. Speaking yeah. of Jesus, it's a good book. Um, it's a, it's a real quick read, but it uh it basically is his story of basically what you just uh, described. So Mike Rigsby is asking a question uh, on TikTok. He wanted to know, do you have you heard of or do you know Brian Trejo? Best friends. I almost. I think I have met him. I have met him once and I almost met him again, but that song villain that you actually listened to was from like Brian Trejo's like right hand man. He's oh, no kidding. Music. Yeah. His name's Z. He's a, he's a pastor as well, I believe. And he works with kingdom music. So I definitely have heard of Brian Trejo and he comes around my, by my, I live in Modesto, California. He, <gasps> he comes around to Stockton around 30 minutes. Do you know Modesto? I used to live in Modesto. No way. Yeah. Where did you go to school? You got out, man. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I went to school at Davis High School and Byer High School. Okay. Uh, I kind of went both places. Were you Downey? I was, I was at Downey. Downey? For George seven Lucas. Months. Yep. George Lucas Downey. went to your high school, Logan? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. so the only claim to fame I have for my high school is Jake and Logan Paul. Oh, well, you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> It's nobody the cares worst. about Star Wars anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. But really, nobody should care about Jake and Logan Paul. Either. No. Well, I don't know. I pray for I pray for Logan, man. I think uh Logan is God, going through some God's spiritual on him. I agree with yeah. you, dude. But it didn't George get fired though? George Jenko? I haven't kept up. The last I seen of them was him walking out. Yeah, I think that I think Logan let him go, and they're like best friend. Now, for those that don't know, George Janko is a very outspoken Christian man 
who has been uh, best friends with Logan Paul for a very long time. And he is also one of the co-hosts of Impulsive. And uh, I, would, I would like to get George on this podcast because he said some things in that interview where I'm like, mm, I think brother, got, well, take and, some hard, take some hard stances. Well, because Logan's, so, Logan's telling you what you believe, and you're I know, I, you and that's but see, that's the trap of a best friend sometimes, right? Is the way mm-hmm. it's like you want to respond, but it's almost like I can't believe you're saying to, this to me right now. How do I appropriately respond to it? Um, right. and, and you're right. Like hindsight, you, he probably would have been like, probably thinking, I w- I wish I was more foundational or would have stood more on my laurels. But I mean, in the when you get kind of blindsided sometimes, I've been, when, I've been there. I mean, I've walked away from conversations where I'm like, I can't believe I didn't say something or I didn't say this when I walked oh, yeah. away. And I'm like, oh, and it eats me I up. do that every podcast that I don't fire Logan here and uh, and start on my own. Every I regret it every time that we finish the podcast. I'm like, I wish this I would have just said it. I wish I would have done it this time. You know, <laughs> I wish I would have just let him go. But I just gotta, can't quit this, pull the trigger, man. this stupid idiot. Can, we, can you please make a TikTok video where it's you like in the mirror, like, all right, I'm going to fire him this time. Oh, yeah, I will so, do like, it. You're just in the mirror it. coaching yourself up. Like that. I'm like, hey, Drew, you're, you're like, the boss. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> you're the you're the boss. <laughs> Nobody talks to you like that. You're the man in charge. <laughs> you can do this, Drew. Fire him. Oh, golly. All right, oh, man. So, we t- <laughs> we t- <laughs> this is such a stupid podcast. Uh, love it. Love it. <laughs> we, um, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I wanted to talk about since we Wait, talked do about. Do you really want to fire me? No, dude, it's a joke. It's a bit. No, no, no. I just want to make not at all. Hey, hey, I just want to don't make put me in put this position. Holy. I'm going to George Janko you. I'm not going to answer your question. You see, this is it. This is what I was talking about being blindsided. Like, don't I don't want you to bring that up right now. Um, everybody's laughing. I'm glad I can make you guys laugh. This is great. I don't want to fire him. Um, so, uh. <laughs> we were leading up into uh talking about just how there is such a uh there is this thing in the rap industry and not just the rap in music industry in general like the christian music industry i think uh has done a lot of bad things in the sense of promoting people that seem spiritual labeling them as christian and then marketing them out to the world so Do you know this how is easy it is to like look good on a pie on a post for like right. even this podcast like it, it's so easy to to say the right things that you know is going to get likes from christian evangelicals or whatever like you could play that you could play the part and then behind the scenes live your life however you want because these people these <laughs> all right logan talk to you later man all right man it was good having you we're good. we got <laughs> emilio's taking over it's the... <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't even have, we have the same color in the background. You, what are you doing over there? Look guys, I'm poor. Okay. <laughs> There's cheap lights, man. I think <laughs> I, I, got, I got a few. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, right. right. But I people, love this. People, <laughs> people do get, yeah. um, get easily promoted on social media and like, it's very easy to be the quote unquote Christian rapper and then just have a secret life. Like it's very easy. If you're not plugged in somewhere, you can be like, a pastor no and do the same thing, dude. Think of guys like look at Ravi Zacharias who that was 
mind blowing. Yeah. Right. So you can, it's very easy to say what people want to hear. It's a lot harder to walk the walk. Right. So what are you doing to prepare yourself for, for your, you know, the Lord may really elevate you to a point where you are reaching a lot of people. Um, You're performing in concerts. You have, uh, you've got, you know, a lot of people watching and uh, listening to you. So how are you, what measures are you taking? Or, or I'm sure you've thought of it, right? Like, you, Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. walk me through that thought process, like what you're, what you go through when you think about that stuff. So I've been making music for a very long time. Um, like I said, since 2010. And um, in my head, it always seemed like it would be like hard work and then it would happen for me or whatever. And then I find myself now having a woman of God that I want to, propose to get oh married, yeah get a home she was in one of your recent tiktoks i think right yeah she shoots a lot of my stuff actually so that's yeah, awesome it's pretty it's pretty awesome but we it's just like now i'm hitting that crossroad where it's like am i going to um like is this mu- music gonna ever be profitable or am i gonna have to like always do this as a side gig mm. but that, all that to be said the reason i'm saying this is that i've been doing this for a very long time and um in the very beginning I was very zealous in my music and straightforward. And then um, that, that was stemming from all the evangelism I would do at school. And God really humbled me. Just I had a few years where I just felt far from God. I didn't mm. know why. And it was like, um, I wouldn't say secret sin, but like slip ups and like uh, just my prayer life was bad. Reading was bad. And I was wondering why. <laughs> it sounds funny now, but I was wondering like, God, what's happening? Why do you feel so far? But it wasn't until I was with a brother and he sat with me we were supposed to make music for the week i drove i flew i flew out to new york city and um when we were together instead of instead of actually like doing the music we ended up praying and worshiping for like the first four days of that week and in a four in a in a four-year drought dry season i'd call it in four days it was like i was a like a like i felt that i felt the spirit again i felt god i heard god everything was different like mm-hmm. I just felt, I felt like I could hear God again and I felt connected to God again. And the main difference was prayer, reading, fasting, um, practical things and actually things that Christians should actually do <laughs> always. Right. Right. And like, but actually taking time, like before I always prayed, but like before, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like set up my schedule to make sure that no matter what I'm going to get this in. So like now I'll, I won't, I'll, I'll set up, I'll look at my weekend. I'm like, okay, like today. I have the podcast today at 7 p.m. Before this, I had some music stuff I had to get take care of. And then that's going to start at 12. So I have to be up at least by 11 and get that time in with God. If I'm with people, like when we're on tour and stuff, um, not to say I go on tour, but like I get invited to be around people that are going on tour. And when we're out and about, um, I have to make sure to wake up and wake up a little earlier than everybody else and go outside where I'm by myself because I won't be for the rest of the day. And so the number one thing that I can do to make sure that that I'm hearing from God, that I'm making music for God, to glorify God and not for myself, not to get caught up in the numbers, is to have a relationship with God that constantly reminds me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I've seen the, the phases. Like we've seen, um, even Lecrae has addressed this. He became the poster child for Christian hip hop because he was the first to break through that ceiling. Yeah, um, he made it to he made it to the radio. <laughs> right. And so from that, though, a lot of us felt disappointed because it was almost like this is our guy. And then it just things switched up. And the way that he phrased it was like 
he felt like he got poisoned by success for a little bit mm. to where these accomplishments weren't as big as they felt anymore. And he was going through his own stuff from what I've heard, but he's kind of circled back around to finding that balance of um, having his relationship with God. And like, not to say that I agree with everything what Cray has done, but like he, for a long time in like 2013, I believe when he was hitting his peak, he made a comment, like, I'm not a rap, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm a rapper who's Christian. And what that did was my generation coming up started to say that. Like it mm. became cool to not be Jesus, 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 but to be like, oh, you're like, you have to have a, it went from having a quota of saying Jesus a certain amount of times, or the Christians aren't going to like you mm. to, if you say it too many times, you're, you're corny. Like even oh. believers are saying that. And the truth of the matter is, I think the right way to go about this music is if you're living a filtered life, if you're living a life that is God honoring, that's going to come out in your music regardless. Your praise is going to come out regardless. Like that whole song, Ugly, came from life experiences. It wasn't from me trying to write scripture and verses. It was yeah. just like, God, what are you wanting me to write about? Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes I'm not making music that is like, that is like super, super talking about like things about the church or whatever. Sometimes it's just what God is putting on my heart. It's art. But there's definitely um, a heart posture you have to have to make sure that you definitely are staying in alignment with the word of God and with his yes. will. And that's a daily thing because there'll be days where like I've walked out of studio sessions. Like I just know right now I'm not hearing from God, so I can't be profitable to the kingdom. I'm just doing this for myself. And if wow. I go and try and be successful, I, like I don't want the rewards that I can bring for my skill and talent. I want I want whatever God has for me at the end of the day. So that's what I would say in a practical sense. The way that I would answer your question is with prayer, um, worship, reading and fasting. Those are the ways that I connect with God. And so therefore everything branches out of that. Nice. man. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've alluded. Said, go ahead, Logan, please. No, go, go for it. Go for it. Well, you alluded to, you know, feeling like there's uh, you've got this a couple things of like making it about you. You've got a temptation sometimes that can do that. What are some other possible temptations or things that you've seen uh, that you are going to be on extra high alert for when mm. it comes to your, um, you know, your career? Absolutely. Um, one of them is understanding when someone is just that you're working with that you care about just isn't really being genuine. I mean, mm. like I've I've been in Christian hip hop rooms, like where we're all, we're together for multiple days. You start to see people's personalities come out, and they're smoking weed in the parking lot before they go do shows. They're um, and then these kids are looking up at them and like thinking like this is the model citizen for a Christian. When really mm. they just got the platform because they made a good song and someone wow. was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring this Christian artist up." And so with me, I have a song called "Saved and Serious," and I remember one day. When I'm on stage, I'm like, boy, I'm saved and I'm serious. And there's a part where the kids say it and the kids were like, boy, I'm saved and I'm serious. And me looking at the kid, look at me. I got so convicted, just not really necessarily like convicted, but I felt the weight of what oh, I'm wow. saying. Mm. Like That's I'm right. on stage and I'm saying this and they're repeating it. They're buying into it. But one day I'm going to stand before God and he's going to say, Ooh. you said this. Are you living it? And so with the one thing that I watch out for, sorry, guys, sorry, TikTok. The one thing that I watch out for is just making sure the people that I surround myself with are genuine and also to make sure that maybe they are genuine, but they're just not who God's putting in my life. And I'm trying to force this relationship because this person is a big artist or because this yeah. person can get me where I'm trying to go. Because at the end of the day, I really need to believe that 
God is going to take the wheel however he wants to do it. However, it's going to be his route regardless. If I try and I can have success trying to do it myself, but it's just going to be from me. And I only want mm. what God has for me. That is so based, dude. <laughs> like, that is so. Sorry, I lost you guys. One he's second. One second. He's reformed. He's, reformed. he's reformed. Sorry. Sorry. You're good. Take Something happened. Something happened. It's okay because my cat is trying to climb over to this. This is how professional this podcast is. Come here, buddy. Here. There we go. We're just going to do this because he's I'll just, just climbing this. over here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll just I'll listen from these janky headphones. You're good. Hi, buddy. I was trying to prevent this cat from coming over across the screen, and he kept <laughs> forcing himself to do it. So now he's going to be in my lap. So yeah, man, that's uh, it's very refreshing to hear. At already at this stage, like you're preparing for that sort of thing, and I think that uh, maybe the part of the problem for some folks is they get blindsided by fame without the ex, like without being prepared for what comes with it and so they give in it like it hits them in a way where they're like oh this must be from god and they right. don't have the right discernment and so do you feel like you know the is your prayer for wisdom and discernment All the time. yeah that's All good the time. i pray well, my, my main prayer is that is that whenever god's speaking to me because he always is like i'll have check-ins with my girlfriend and we'll say like hey are you, um, what is God speaking to you this week? And if we can't answer it, we know that that's an issue because God is always speaking to us. Like whenever I'm in prayer and worship and I'm hearing God, I know what my next step is. And if I don't, then I go to God about it. And so the main thing with music is just having discernment to know when to pull the trigger. Cause there's fast ways to do this. Like I'm 25. I could have already been where I wanted to be, especially with the friends that I have. I have a lot of friends that are in higher places in Christian hip hop. And um, even people that are now like in the industry, millions of, of, of um, followers and stuff, I've, I've seen that, but I just know that those routes aren't for me. Those shortcuts aren't for me. The right way is just to, is just to not take the, the fast route, but just to make sure that I'm headed in the direction that God has for me. So I think this sermon is key. I think that's what it is. And also just Good. being able to be molded because like, I looked at the disciples, they were students. And so like any, any room I enter in, I try to make sure that not only am I serving and adding value for whoever I'm working with, but also I'm absorbing every single thing that I see. So that's why in the industry, these thoughts, a lot of these beliefs that I have, um, I feel like God gave these to me through different brothers that I have been around who have been around the block and kind of had similar situations happen. Like people that had their hopes up for a big artist that they wanted to work with and then mm. got burned and stuff like that. So I've oh, just wow. learned to not, not have my expectation in man, but have it in God. Like I expect man to fail me. I don't, I don't expect God to fail me because he's that's faithful. Right. And, and that's, he's faithful that, in the way that he wants to be. <laughs> and that can even mean, you know, if God tells you to hang up the, the hat, Absolutely. you know, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, right. that's, that's powerful. That's been my prayer actually in this season of I'm in a season of change where I'm unemployed right now. And it's wild that back in September, I was working at a fine dining restaurant, just got promoted, making money that I've been needing to make so that I can move forward with my girlfriend, like how I've been telling you guys about. And I heard the Lord strongly put on my heart, like, you're not going to be here for one day of 2023. Like, you will not be working here anymore. And I'm like, what are we talking about? 
And primarily I was working mornings at that job. And we found out mid-December that we won't be having lunch shifts anymore, which means that all of my shifts oh, wow. no longer are available. And they let me go. I'm still on payroll, but they like they'll let me pick up shifts, but I'm I'm let go. I don't have a job. And I'm in this season right now where I was talking to God and I'm like, you told me back in September, or at least I feel like you told me back in December that it's time to start doing ministry. It's time to start. It reminds me of that verse in Acts where um, the disciples had to get more people because they they said that they shouldn't be waiting tables while they're while they have this inside of them. I don't remember, excuse me, I'm paraphrasing, but um, for me, I just felt like for a long time, I looked at my serving jobs as like a way to make money while I'm waiting for the music to work out and for the ministry to work out and for me to find a, a job in ministry. And then now I'm 25 and it's hitting that point where it's like, well, I've wasted half my 20s working for money. I want to I want to waste the other half of my 20s working for God and, and benefiting the kingdom, even if it means I'm making less money and it's the harder route. So mm. just the fact that I lost that job, now I'm in this season of transition. I've told God that like, I know that my heart is set on music, but there shouldn't be anything in my life that you can't rip out of my hands and me be like, Amen. cool, let's go. That's right. So that's where my heart posture is with it. I'm hopeful. I'm, that's I'm awesome, careful man. that this will work out. But if it doesn't, you know, I feel like it's it's all what he wanted. So that's all that matters. So there, the, I see, I see this con, like constantly occur in the, especially in the music world or just the entertainment world, where fame is the good portion of like, of, of being the the spotlight, right? Like, so you have attention, and that right. that can be a problem. Um, yeah. But with that, there becomes this like desire for the attention and to not go backward, right? I finally made it to here, oh. and I don't want to fall back. And it becomes oh, yeah. this point where, like Jesus said, if they hate you, remember they hated me, right? They hated me first. Right. And it's going to happen if you remain consistent with traditional orthodoxy. And there's this there's this bullying that happens. Mm. Right. Where they start to kind of threaten that fame. And I, I, I mean, I, I remember with um, Lecrae, there was this particular video where he's being interviewed and he finally just says, hey, you know what? Give me space to learn. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn all this. I want to figure this out. I don't know the right answer. But it, there was this there's fear in him to just take a hard stance, say what he knows to be true because of the the amount of pressure that was coming from a different ideology right yeah and pushing him to conform to what they wanted him to be to progress even further in that so quote unquote fame right um, and i don't think we ever think about the negative pressure that comes like we, we think about the positive pressure right people's attention people looking at me i need to be an example and then you get lost in that but there's also this other side of that where it's just negative attention uh pressure bullying that occurs it also pushes you to conform so right. it, it, it's 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 a very difficult world to navigate man um, and i don't think anybody is ever going to do it obviously not do it perfectly but i don't really think many people do it well right, right? it's it, it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of stress and I you're mean, like, constantly in people like, your life is in there that's the thing this the whole thing isn't meant for like I feel like it's not meant for men. We were meant to play, be in the shadows of God's glory. You know, we're not meant to be just like on the main stage and stuff like that. Um, at least 
on a bigger scale, like doing music, it's crazy to me that I'm like barely getting started yet. Some songs can get like 30,000 streams or something. And to think about that number is kind of big. Like it's wild to me. That's it. And that's huge. Yeah. That's a platform that like, I've prayed, I've kind of tried to like keep my distance from watching numbers and stuff like that, because I don't want ever, I don't ever want to be in a position to share the gospel and it be like, oh, don't, don't do it this way because it'll look bad on your social media or it'll look bad if you say this, even though you know you believe it, you're in a room of people who don't believe this. Like, I want to be able uh, to share the gospel the most honest way. And that comes with sometimes saying, hey, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm still learning myself. I'm trying to I'm trying to navigate this just like you, because I feel like a lot of times we see somebody with a platform and think that automatically means they're polished, standard and got it together. And I try yeah. to keep myself in a space where I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm still learning. And, um, when do you get to a point then, but here's the thing, Amelia, when do you get to a point where you do know, and then are you going to take that hard stance? Well, I right? guess and, this, and, this is the, what I'm saying by that is like, in things that I don't know, like in areas of doctrine or areas of stuff that I, of like, um, music, when I'm entering in a room, working with a, with a, with a, with a studio, and I want to seem like yeah. I'm put together, if I don't know something, I'll be honest. But if I do know it, that's different. That's standing on um, what what the the what God has planted in me, what He's taught me, and stuff like that. So there that's different. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I do believe that God calls us to be courageous, to be bold for Him. Mm. I'm just saying, I see a lot of my brothers try to answer every question, and I, I don't try to do that because I just know that I don't know all the answers. There's nothing wrong with saying you don't know, man. Christians <laughs> need to really get this in our stupid heads like yeah. it's okay to not know i mean yeah. get over yourself you, and not you Emilio, but like i think i'll of get like, over myself man i think of some of these other christian people that i see on this anathema app of tiktok and it's like that's right anathema. it's like dude just that's a word that's don't, a word what it, don't what just that? make stupid don't give an answer when you are not convinced yourself or you don't know what you're talking about, like all, look at all the platforms right. of people that are just out there just spouting off garbage. It's right. okay to say you don't know. Like even like, I mean, I am the smartest guy that I know, hands down, right? There's no question right, right, right. I'm the smartest guy that I know. But it's all right to to take a little piece of humble pie and just be like, eh, I don't have it all figured out. Right, right. He's also, also the smartest also the, guy I know. Also the, the baldest guy. That you know, dude, I am the ball with the best beard, though. I mean, give me that. Yeah, yeah. oh, big time. I only I gotta, throw it under here. I see. It, it doesn't. It doesn't come we up here. we have three phases of beards here. <laughs> we We've do. got like a little like it. This is like the evolution, like the you know the Michael Jackson video, the black or white, where it's like you see them like morphing <laughs> in and out of each other. Like yeah. it starts with Emilio, it morphs <laughs> to Logan, and Logan is Logan. You've got you're not. You're not pure white, bro. You got some Hispanic in you as well. So you're a good mix leading straight up to me. Like, this is exactly how this full works. Full beard. Yeah, full beard. Full beard. It's, you know, oh, gosh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Anathema is, is Greek for curse. Yeah, curse. so this and this app is, is anathema 100%. Oh, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um Gosh, man, is there another video that you would want us to watch? Do you? Or, well, let's talk about what you got coming out. Yeah, like, let's let's talk about soon. your new stuff. You, I don't. You always want to talk about your old stuff. I, I know, man. What stuff. do you got new? I'm already bored with your old stuff. Thanks, man. I mean, actually, we were speaking of Lecrae, right? 
And yeah. um, mm -hmm. one of his artists on uh, Reach Records, his name's 1K Few. I actually recently released a song called Fire with 1K Few. And that oh. was kind of a, a milestone for me because I didn't get that feature because God does this all the time throughout all of my whole um, music career. Like my biggest show ever came from me folding t-shirts and serving. I got mm. to perform in front of 5,000 people and people wow. thought I was on at the time, but no one knew my name. It was just because wow. they seen my heart posture. This is another one of those situations where I had 50 monthly listeners to my name on Spotify in 2021. And we were doing this show for the invasion tour in Fresno, California. And 1K few needed a ride to the airport in LA. And I decided to go ahead and take them to the airport super out of my way. And I kind of didn't have the money for the gas, but I just did it because I felt the Lord pushing me to do it. And through that experience, we developed the friendship and then ended up making this song a couple months later. So I got like a, a really big feature that like people are kind of strive after in the Christian hip hop space. While I had no, like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody get a feature that big and not be nobody. Like I had 50 monthly listeners. Like that's not even your followers. That's just how many people have heard you this month. And it was, Bro, was I'm looking at your monthly listeners right now. You are what we at? What we at? Five thousand three hundred and ninety-one. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Come on now. Praise God. Praise That's God. awesome, man. That's that is crazy. Thank you, brother. I mean, do you just do you just sit back sometimes and be like, what the heck is going on yes. in my life right now? Yes. Especially Isn't that past, insane? But it also was a lot of preparation. Like I said, when I got serious in December of 2021, my whole year, I have a whiteboard right here of this year. So this is what I do at the beginning of every year where my whole year is already ready to go. Wow. And what that does is it keeps me accountable. Well, you, you better get a bigger whiteboard. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Yes. With a, with a big hey, one. You're a hype man. I like you that. Big one. He is. Come on, That's... Logan. <laughs> but, but no, yeah. So basically it is like I sit back and I, and I marvel at what God does in my life. Amen. For sure. But also it, he kind of like, told me you're gonna you specifically have to get it out the mud if you want to do it like you have to prove to me that at least this is what i felt that i have to prove to god that i'm serious about his kingdom whenever it's after hours a video needs to be done i'm typically an irresponsible person but when it comes to this stuff in the past year i've been ahead of all my content by months so that nice. i i don't have to worry about when i'm with family i don't want to have to worry about posting on tiktok i'd rather have all my drafts ready to go and just all i have to do is like one second babe and then i just go on my phone hit draft mm -hmm. send it then keep talking like that's what god put on my heart yeah so i marvel at what god has done but i also it's kind of fun to watch what happens if you try your absolute hardest like if we really go for it what could happen and so god's kind of really put that on my heart to be consistent and and it's not you know it's interesting that you said you know, prove yourself to God. And I know what you mean. I, I think that because all of our, all of our callings and the things that we feel like we proved, it's really God saying, you need to know this about yourself. Mm. Like, and the reason yeah. that the reason, you know, it feels like, oh, well, you know, God is saying, you know, well, you got to show me you're serious. It's like, no, I think God is saying, you need to see if you're serious. You need to yeah. know if you are That's serious good. yourself. That's good. And, That's good. Uh, uh, I like and, that. I like that. No, thanks, guys. Well, you know, I, I do this we for like a living now. <laughs> we like it. <laughs> I, I ha I'm a youth pastor for 15, 16 kids. <laughs> that's that's generous. It's less than that. But <laughs> for eight kids. Hey, that's about right. I've been right. a youth leader. I, 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 you're I beefing your numbers. 
I used to be a youth leader and I performed for four kids one time. That's <laughs> awesome. That was fun. It was fun. Dude, dude I'll kind of awkward from my plants if they, if, as long as somebody <laughs> would listen to me. Well, and I, you know, because I, I think of spe- specifically on that point, like God, when He told Abram to go or Abraham at the point to take uh, Isaac up uh, and sacrifice him. That wasn't so God would see that Abraham truly meant it. That was so Abraham would see that he oh. truly meant it. Yeah, it wasn't we're... about God already knows, mm. you know? And so Amen. it's, it's bars. all bars, bars, right? Bro, bars. I'm telling you, I'm straight fire. Come on, Pastor. Straight <laughs> fire. <that> <laughs> Wait, where do you, where are you guys from? I'll be rapping. I'll be tapping. I'm in Missouri. <laughs> that's about, that's where I'm at now. I'm in Missouri, man, near Kansas City. Oh, okay. And Logan's oh, just, in Georgia. What, what's it like when you're preaching? Like, what's the what's the vibe? Are we standing up every time? Straight talk, heresy. Every five seconds? Straight black. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go, guys. <laughs> like my man, Jesus. Um, no, our church is, uh, our church is pretty uh, white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you don't even... My question's answered if that's the case. Because like it, after after I've been doing shows, I've been oh going to different God. churches. I see different styles of like we're standing up every five minutes and some of these people are throwing towels. I've seen like it's dead silent. My Hispanic yeah. family out in Chicago, like everyone's like in suits and we're quiet and just sitting there and I'm the only one wearing like it's jeans. Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I don't know the stereotypes of the country. I'm just kind of like, but sure. yeah, so if it's so, white, then I mean then it's like how probably how my it is is. it's pretty white but listen (laughs) but but hear me out um american flag white like it is it is is (laughs) christian nationalist insurrection white um (laughs) i uh i i grew i love jesus though when i got saved at 20 my wife and i were the only white couple in an all-black church that's right the first five to six years, you were doing yeah. one of these. You were like, yes, "Bro, Lord. bro, yes, Lord. oh yeah!" So the first time I preached at that church, I wore a red and black pinstriped zoot suit. One oh, hour because wow. I was because because you I was didn't told tell me you were a pimp before you got saved. I, you know, it's a hard knock life, bro. Pimping ain't yeah, easy, you know. Ain't. Uh, <laughs> now I'm pimping that gospel. Um, Amen. <laughs> So never say um, it again. Never I will again. never. I will actually. Never I'm gonna go. Re, I'm gonna wash my face and repent. Um, you just get blocked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, I would say it wouldn't wouldn't take long. Um, I uh, I am very vocal in church. Like when I I find it to be encouraging when uh, he's a hoe for Zilla. Bro, we're going to hell. Yep. Sorry, Lord. <laughs> See, this is what happens when She's we get a Christian rapper wizard, onto our podcast. Sorry, guys. You should have known right? all the stereotypes <laughs> about us. Maybe Emilio will come perform at Bethel for you there, Zilla, since you have all kinds of other heretics that, showing up. Emilio, that cannot ever be a title to your song. Hey, yeah. I would, ever. When's Kenneth I Copeland would, coming to Bethel, Zilla? I would, I would oh, turn up in a, in a oh. church with heresy. I would turn up in a church with heresy. I'd be just like, right? I would pinpoint certain points. Like, oh yeah, I would, I would be if, so my, one of my if very favorite, me. one of my very favorite sermons is Matt Chandler when he was invited one time only 
to Elevation Church. And his the whole time that he was at that church, he was preaching against what Stephen Furtick preaches. Oh, the I whole that. time. He said, you're not David. You're not Goliath. The Bible isn't about you. And the whole, the sermon was fire, dude. It was yeah. so good. And that now, was, was that on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. I, it I, was at the brother, Red Conference or something like my, that. My brother, my brother showed me that. We were dying. Well, yeah. We were laughing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's freaking, he's, he's pretty good. But anyway, what well, the point I wanted to make was I right. like what Logan? Eminem. Is he a Christian? Eminem. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Hang on, stop. Oh yeah, let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get to. Let me. So continue, with, continue. At, at churches, I like being vocal. I like the pastor to know that I agree with the things that he's saying if he's making good points. And right. as as a preacher, when I'm up there, I like to hear the audience respond. I yeah. want to know that you're following along, whether it's just an amen or a that's right or whatever. So I every church that I've gone to. If they start off as a church that doesn't have a lot of vocal like people in the congregation, they begin to after we've attended because we yes, just sir. we I get into it, dude. Like I love to yeah. encourage the preachers and it's like being a hype man for them, you know, I've had I've had similar experiences. Like I remember I walked into a church in Chicago. I think it was called um, we perform we, Z actually from Kingdom Music from Brian T's people. Um, I, w I had a show in Chicago and then they ended up having us come out to that, to that show. It's called, I don't remember the name. I'm sorry, but they're very vocal. Anytime someone like says something, they're standing up. Yeah. 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 And, um, when, when me and my friend, me and, yeah, when me and my friend first walked in there, we kind of were like, oh, okay. You know, they're all standing up and I'm kind of sitting down just watching. And by the end of it, like we're, we're standing up, we're screaming, like, Kind of just found ourselves being all things to all men in that moment, where it was just really fun to like. I tell you what, dude, it's it. it see, that's it. there's nothing if the wrong. Fire. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is the expectation of it. I think yeah. that's the issue, and when that becomes so much a part of your culture that people only go to participate in the euphoria or the charismania of it, uh, versus right, right. versus actually responding because of what was said, because oftentimes it's kind of fake. Or not in that, in that same place, in that same place, which don't get me wrong, like that was fun. But in that same exact place, um, we're doing a altar crawl at the end. We do a little like set where we rap. And then um, the, this guy starts like praying over people, walking past people, praying over them. Mm. And then there was this, um, <laughs> she was making me laugh throughout the whole, throughout the whole sermon where she, it was an elderly lady that would be like, mm -hmm, yes, pastor. And she would basically say like, like an ad lib for every time the pastor would say something, yeah, she yeah. would just repeat it. Yeah, And at the end, he's laying hands on people, kind of just praying, like, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, um, you're forgiven, or I don't know. I don't forget what he was saying, but he was like, believe, believe, or whatever. And then, like, he laid his hand on her, and he started to pray, and before he could even say anything, she's like, woo! She's already responding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at I looked at his eyes, and I seen him, like, roll his eyes in the in the like immediately and he's like oh, come on, God, there come are guys. dude there are church there are people in churches that go for that experience right they go to get up there and to react to something yeah and I, i've been in churches like that obviously you know i have my disagreements but i'll tell you if the holy spirit shows up no one is on. standing not come not we're not two or three people getting knocked down in the front row. If the Holy Spirit shows up, no right. one is standing yeah. before the presence of the Lord. So no, thank God for his grace. Jumping on piano. Amen. 
Right. So Eminem. Let's talk about Eminem. Recently. Wait, okay. Are, yeah. Oh, do you know? Go ahead. Do you know Shylin by any chance? I wish. I Shylin wish. is awesome, dude. Shylin. When I, I one of reformed songs, and everything. Jesus is alive is my like my favorite song growing up. Bro. Have you guys heard that one? Like Jesus oh, yeah. is yeah. Dude, alive. He is one of the most theologically sound yes. creatures yes. that That's I have ever I heard him. in my life. Dude, yeah, election was her. one of my favorite songs. Yeah, election is a fantastic. I I would say that that if you can get doctrine out of a rap or a or, or a regular yeah, you know right? singing song, there's your homework. There's your homework. It. Yeah, Emilio, yeah. we want to see. We want to. I want to see the doctrines okay. of grace in your next song. I, I, I was about to say, even if you don't believe I, it, Tulip, I, I want the, you to just hit it, Tulip. Yeah. I got the I got the next four already lined up, but you said the doctrines <laughs> of grace. The doctrines of yeah. grace. That's that would be that would be Tulip, man. That would be Calvinism right there. I want to hear about the doctrines of grace. You don't have that's to a, subscribe a, to it. That's don't a complicated. Subscribe. That's a complicated topic, but I'll, oh, I'll let's talk about it. it. What do you want to know? What do you want to know, sir? Yeah, I mean, so like, I believe in predestination, but then there's the balance of free will, correct? Yep. So explain that to me. I'll, do you want so, me to take this, Logan, or you want to take go, it? Go for it. Go for it. We can tag. Me. All right. So free will. Quick, let's do a quick version, though. Okay, let me just say right this off the bat. Be, this won't be the last time we talk, guys. So Oh, no, we're going to have okay. you back on again. Well, hopefully when you get fit, we'll, we'll do our, we'll host our podcast at your concert. We'll do it in the. <laughs> oh, that would be fire. Yeah, Actually, we'll do it in the I hallway. Would <laughs> I would do that. That'd be hard. We'll do or it like in, in the, the green hallway. Room. Yeah, yeah, in the green room that, or the red room, wherever. I don't know if there's <laughs> other colors that matter, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, so, the, green, the room's never green, but. <laughs> the room is, that's true. No green room is truly green, unless I'm sure there's one out there that's green. All right, yeah. so um, let's we'll talk about free will. Free will, in the nutshell, I think it's I think it's obnoxious for anyone to say anybody's will is free except for God's. I believe that there is only one being in the cre- in the entire universe that is free, and that is that is Yahweh, that is Jehovah, that is God, that is Jesus. Right. So if Jesus's will, if God's will is the only free will, we don't have a free will. Okay, and the Bible I think makes it very clear that there you are either in you are enslaved to your sin, or you are enslaved to Christ, as Paul likes to say in Romans. So yeah. a slave is not free. You aren't free in your sin, and you really aren't truly free in Christ, in the sense of what you can do. Now, maybe I'll be very clear: you are very free indeed in Christ. <laughs> um, and uh, in fact, the Bible says it that if you you are free indeed. So. Um, I, I like the position of libertarian free will versus compatible free will. A libertarian free will is the idea that we have the will to just do whatever we want. God allows it, but God's will will end up getting done anyway. Uh, compatible free will essentially is the idea that you are as free as your nature allows you to be, right? You are you, as free as your nature allows you to be? Yes. Like, so what like is your, your nature sin? before you are in Christ? Sin nature, right? Sin. So you are free to sin as much as you want because that is all you do. Mm. You are only as free as your nature allows. That's a bar right there, Emilio. I'm just saying. Yeah, you can throw that down there. You are. <laughs> so, but when you are in Christ, there is a, you now can, you can now be free to please God. You couldn't please God in sin. There is nothing when you are dead in your sin that pleases God. We, in fact, we're called enemies of God. We have enmity yeah. with him, right? So once you are in villain. Christ, that's right, that's what, the villain. That's what the song's, that's what the song's about. 
I think yes. I say that verse. Well, there you go. See, and I knew that's, you know what? That's probably why I'm saying it now because I heard it subconsciously <laughs> when I was showing the kids at youth group. Reverse uh, Illuminati. Let's go. That's right. That's right. Here we go. <laughs> Reverse. There it is. Um, so, uh, yeah. So the free will idea works that basically you, your will is as good as your nature is able to be. So if you're in Christ, you have a will to please. You have a will led by the Holy spirit to please Christ, to do things that are righteous and holy and, and God calls you to do via the Holy spirit. But prior to that, your will is to do sin. It, it seems like you have a freedom, but you're just sinning. You're enslaved to your own sin. And the reason that like yeah. we really harp on the idea of will is like, we no, we don't have a free will. Like if I want to fly, I can't just go fly. Mm -hmm. I can't lift up off the ground and rock it around the room. Like I want, I might want to, but I can't. So I have limitations to the things that I'm able to do, even if I want to do them. And that's a reality just in life. Take God out of it completely. We are yeah. limited because we are human beings. And so, again, going back to the only free, truly free will is God's will. And see, that's that's I've said a lot of what you just said. And that's why I've, I've always not known where I really land because I'm not I first I have to get well versed in this a little bit more. So maybe I'll do some studying and come back and talk to you guys. But love it. I always wondered, like. So, like, what is the difference between what you were saying and like um, complete, complete, uh, no free will, like, say, going the far Calvinist? Yeah, way. so determinist? hard, hard, yeah. hard yeah. determinism. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, so predestination basically is this idea that God has already set everything into like into. Uh, He's the written the story from beginning it's, to it's, end. It's already done. And that's right. biblical, so, right? That, that's biblical. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's the beginning and the, the end. Yeah. Jesus is the lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world. Yeah. Right. So, so for example, let's take let's take Paul on the road to Damascus, right? He's warring, like he is a perfect example of this. He's literally warring against God. Right? He's warring against the church. His nature is to go in opposition and even kill those who are following Christ. Yeah. And God shows up in a moment and he's blinded. Right. right. And it kind of yeah. gives this idea for us that we're spiritually dead. We're blind. And then God gives him his sight. Now, I, I cannot believe that Paul could have said, no, I'll stay blind and I'm going to just live the rest I'm of my life. Keep killing Christians way. just blind. <laughs> right. 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 Like there is this overwhelming motivation that God bestows. The Holy Spirit comes and changes the life of that individual. Right. right. But for the, the preter, not preterist, um, I think it is, Blake is a preterist. An individual who believes that God looks down the corridors of time. Oh, that's a Molinist. Well, no, just, I mean, Arminians believe this, but uh, prescient, the prescient view. So the prescient view is that God looks down the corridors of time, sees Emilio accept the gospel, and then he goes back and says, okay, Emilio's going to accept the gospel, right? Well, then right. you're controlling the story at that point, not God. Mm -hmm. So the idea is just that God is so sovereign. He, he orchestrates everything. The problem is, is that people then have to go, okay, then if God has orchestrated everything, what about those who actually face destruction? And don't have eternal life mm -hmm. that God predestined that, and that's where it hurts us because we 
We right. love people. We connect. We are emotional. Um, and then that's where I always send people to Romans 9. You, you got to wrestle with that with God and you got to come to a decision. Um, My biggest argument was when does God, if, if you take the view that God looks down the corridor of time and sees that you will accept him, then at some point God didn't know, right? Like when does God know? When does God find out who accepts him? And if, if you would say, well, at, there, at this point in time, then that would, it, to me, logically imply that there was a point in which God didn't know or was not in control. Hi, good to see you. <laughs> he said, family podcast. Family podcast. That's right. Anyways. So, yeah. So the... Again, does that make sense though? What Logan said does that does that kind of? Oh no, yeah, it's all stuff I've heard before. My brother yeah. has went through this with, with me a bunch of times. Mm. It's just been probably about like a year since I've talked about Calvinism. Somewhere where I was, because I I know that I know that God is sovereign. I know He predestined us. It's just more so about the minutia of yeah. like figuring out the little stuff. Because I mean, well, it's let me both. Use an example. It's both. It, That's kind of where I've been. Is like kind of like in, in the middle. I guess of like both extremes. Go ahead, give so, your example. So, 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 so Judas is the son of perdition, right? Judas yeah. is. Could he have not betrayed Jesus? Could he have? Could he have been the thing that stopped salvation from occurring? Could he have not um, been the guy? Right, right. So, right. God, God didn't look down the corridors of time and see, oh, Judas is going to betray Jesus. No, that whole story has been written for our good, right? It, it yeah, Without Judas doing what he did, point. right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, could Judas have... Hey, here's a, a better example. Peter, Jesus tells him the future and says, you are going to do X. Right? Before the rooster You're going to deny me three times. Three times. <laughs> and he says, no, I won't. No, I won't. Right? Jesus gave him the future. Now, if Peter would have not denied him like he said that would have made jesus a liar but everything in peter in that moment had to just go no i don't know him to the point he curses himself and says i swear to you i do not know him uh -huh. right and then and then here's the rooster and all of a sudden it all comes back to him there was nothing peter could have done to make jesus look like a liar mm. yeah. how free are we Yep. So I mean, definitely, I mean, definitely not as free as people think we are. At no, but we are. But I mean, in the free will responsible. Well, and so here's we are every bit responsible. And the video I made this actually made a TikTok today about it. Uh, Proverbs sixteen nine says, "Man plans his ways, but God establishes his steps." So I do think it's a little bit of both, or at least it's the impression of. I'm going to make plans. I'm going to do these things. But if we believe that the Holy Spirit does indwell the believers in Jesus and we say that we submit to it, then we we must understand that God directs and establishes our steps. So right. whether it's him in, inputting the desire to do this thing or, you know, creating the circumstances around this thing being done, we still trust that God is doing it, right? Like we trust right. that it's the, and I don't, look, 
I'll be the first to tell you, I don't want a free will. I love God so much. I don't want any of mine, my mess to get in the way of what God is doing. So mm. if, if your argument is to hold on to this, we must have free will. And I couldn't worship a God that wouldn't give us free will. Well, then what, what are you about? Really? I don't right. care if, if the Lord, if I found out that my will was never free. Okay, cool. I'm with Jesus. Right. Yeah. Like, what am I going to argue with them? And be like, no, send me back down there. Let me make my own choices. Like, I don't want my own choices. If it were up to me, I would be in hell because I wouldn't right. be able to do it. But so, so Martin Luther wrote the bondage of the will. And then John, uh, Jonathan Edwards responds with the freedom of will. Right. And he's basically getting at this idea that there's this, they were constantly motivated. Um, throughout the day by different things, right? And that's where the determinist would say that you, you know, the cause of cause and effect throughout your life will have you establish what you're going to do, right? It rained, off? I wore a coat. Oh, you're not oh. off yet? No, I told you I'm you're gonna be on for a long time? Sorry guys, one minute. No, you're good. We can we can wrap this up, bro. We, we're actually gone longer than we normally Hi. go anyway. Hi. Here, I'm going to mute them so that we that nothing embarrassing happens. Go ahead, Logan, and continue, please. The bondage of the will. And <laughs> nerd, nerd, nerd. <laughs> I'm finding my books. Give me a second. Oh. So this is the one, The Bondage of the Will by Martin Luther. It's a very difficult read um, because it's not just it's it's just not an english that we speak anymore you know and you didn't speak english anyway um it so it's yeah. it's yeah it's translated over and then you've got jonathan edwards freedom of the will so i'm just this is my flex this is my way to be like yeah i know what you're talking about logan because i have these books yeah we're just we're constantly motivated every day and jonathan edwards is basically getting at the idea that Whatever entices you the most in that moment, whatever you're you're most focused on is you're you're going to respond to. Right? You're either gonna choose in a moment to choose righteousness or choose your flesh. Yep. So you're good, man. You're we got good, you muted. Man. You're totally fine. My bad. Anyways, what what you guys are speaking on kind of is exactly like the conversations. So someone asked earlier if um, if I had let me come over here because I don't think they can hear me. Someone asked earlier if I had a mentor, and it is indeed my brother Jesse. Um, you guys That's will awesome. meet him soon. I'll probably bring him on here next time. Oh, but I love he, it. Yeah, he definitely uh, has had similar conversations with me about this because we were kind of like wrestling with like, okay, so you know the the early questions of like, okay, so if it's all predestined, why preach? Or if it's all this, why that? And um, we kind of, that's why I said we kind of found like a, like kind of exactly what you said. What was your first phrase that you had just said when we were talking about, about um, this subject? You said something about Logan or me? Um, Drew. Uh, oh boy. I don't, I barely said, remember what said I said. About our nature, about our nature. Oh, it's either, it's either, well, I said God's the, the only free uh, oh, in nature. So we are, we are limited by our nature our free will is only as far as our nature will take us so it's yeah it's that, that, that's kind of a similar that's a similar sentiment to what 
where I my faith has kind of been over the past couple of years. Yeah. And it's, you know, and again, but I'm, it's, but I'm, I'm still learning on this subject. So I'm definitely open to like, and it's, conversations. Well, and you are totally open to it, dude. Cause uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that shut. it's been this good of a conversation. <laughs> we <laughs> definitely get shot down at this point. Um, but you know, it really is a thing that uh, I've just taken it as a, a comfort that God has got it. And if I believe that God is true and that God is everything that the Bible and scripture says that he is, I don't care if my will is free or in slavery. It doesn't matter to me because I'm going to serve Jesus the best way I know how. My will is to do the will of the Father. I mm -hmm. want to do his will. I will fail and I understand it because I'm not Christ, but my desire is to line up with God's will. We pray for God's will to to be done right like right i i don't want my will to be done because my will is probably off literally my next everything we're talking about my next project is called lord actually my next single and my next project is called lord will it it's about me understanding yes this this phase of my life i had like a, a step of going from like like i i got saved you know that fire you get when you first meet the Cage lord stage so new yep. yeah it's like a honeymoon phase but you're overzealous but not um, I wasn't discipled yet and um, maybe more judgmental and harsh than I, than I needed to be. Absolutely. And the we Lord humbled, yeah, the Lord humbled me. And then I started to um, just pursue God and figure out who he is. Also learning the difference between close handed issues and open handed issues and having unity with my brothers Amen. rather than fighting over little things like do ever, does everyone speak in tongues? Right. Um, the gifts are present today, stuff like that. And so, yeah. um, through that, I've been able to to grow better because I'm able to have under I'm able to sit back and not get defensive and be like, oh, well, I if I think about it, I know that my doctrine isn't one thousand percent perfect, and so Mine if, either, man. if there's Mine conversation either. to be had, let's have it, you know, without having to be so defensive. Willing to be wrong, be right. willing to be wrong. It's okay. Admit it that's, when you're when the, you don't know. That's the season I'm in, and so yeah. like my next project, Lord Will It, is just like Lord. I felt like you called me to make music, but at this point, I'm just going to, I'm going day by day. Your will be done. Like whatever yeah, it is, we as actually, long as your will's done. Cool. I love it. We actually had a brother of ours walk away from Calvinism recently. Um, and he's just, cause he's on this pursuit trying to figure out, you know, what is truth, right? Mm -hmm. God says is thy word is truth, right? The Bible says that his word is truth. So he is truth and we want to seek him and understand what is true, right? And it's hard to, it's hard to understand that with tradition and years yeah. and gaps and right. um, language and everything, just historical stuff that has happened. We 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 pick up on nuances and we take that and run with it. So it's the right kind the of deconstruction of, too, because yeah, it's yeah. it's saying like maybe the things that I've been taught have also been taught to the people that taught me. And yet they didn't just uncover it for themselves or it wasn't Holy Spirit led. So I think, I think That's it's a good thing to learn. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big thing to learn. You go through a phase or at least I've seen it a lot where you just regurgitate what your leaders tell you. And then as you go through life and get failed by these leaders that you looked up to, or, you know, you just realize that we're all human. You start yeah. to realize like, Oh, you know, maybe, maybe this is just something that they've always believed, but never really like have, taking a deep dive, like, like just because they believe something doesn't mean that you can't 
look into it and make sure 100% it's backed by scripture and is reaffirmed by scripture. That's right. With cross-examination in scripture and stuff like that, in my experience. Exegesis, man. Reading it in context, knowing what it was meant, what it is meant to actually say. Not uh, cherry-picking that stuff. Prescription and description of scripture. Real quick, before I know you got to go. What we what we think is is Slim Shady? Oh uh, yeah, uh, is slim, he Slim Sainty? Jesus, Slim Sainty so, now. Do you guys know who Ruslan is? Yes, yes. So I I seen a video by Ruslan. Um, he's an OG also in Christian hip hop. He's been doing it for a minute. Um, over here in California. Do you he, know him? What, I I've met him a few times, nice. but I don't know him personally. You need to get you. You need to get on his show, man. That'd be awesome. I want. I, I've been on there one time. Uh, he did a New Music Friday, and he showed one of my new songs Whoa. in like 2019. That's great. Yeah, but, um, but I do know a lot of different artists like Montel Fish, um, 1K Few, Holby from each record, stuff like that. Nice. But my Miles Minnick is a good friend of mine, but um, I don't know Ruslan. I'd like to though. But he was talking about um, how this that I guess they had written that verse for and Eminem wrote that verse back when. Kanye West released Jesus as King. It was supposed to be on that project, but they couldn't get something with the labels, couldn't figure it out. Mm. And then since then, he's like appeared at churches, but also hasn't been very like vocal with his faith and has done some questionable things. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't know enough to know if like he is pursuing God on like personally. But I think it's super cool to hear him use like Christian, like the cliche Christian rap bars is like the Bible is like my weapon. Uh-huh. The Bible is my sword, and I'm a. I even said like my one of my songs. I'm like, I got that sword on me, and it go. Gu- it's gonna guard my back, and then I make like a little schling noise. Like it's just cool to hear him say, "My Bible's my rifle." It's just funny because it's like, that's like the very first thing a Christian rapper does is like use that line, like his Bible is like his gun, uh-huh. and so it's just funny to see Eminem come in, and I, also cool because like I told you guys, my one of my my early testimony is like I heard Eminem's music. And was like, oh, this is demonic. I want to hear about God's music. So, like, mm-hmm. to see him now um, talk and about he, Jesus, yeah. like, specifically Jesus, um, I think that even if he isn't truly following the Lord, it's beneficial to us in general. I mean, he's hearing – I mean, he's obviously there's there's something there that he's hearing. Right. And maybe it is due to some of his relationship with Kanye. Maybe it's just what Kanye has done has caused him to look into it more. To, to maybe, you know, check it out for himself. But, uh, you know, there's power in the name of Jesus, whether mm-hmm. so even even that alone could have could inspire the next Billy Graham, oh, the next, yeah. you know, whatever oh, to yeah. go because they heard Eminem talking about Jesus in one song, whether Eminem meant it or not. Yeah. Big you time. know, so I mean, it could, the way I the way I look at it is like I've I've had kids walk up to me and keep in mind like I don't have a fan base and like right. I've had kids kids walk up to me while on songs that I have like a hundred streams overall on all platforms. Um I've had them walk up to me like and be like, Bro, this song got me through X, Y, and Z, or this song taught me about my faith in this way, and I decided to follow Jesus because of this. Or even recently, some girl, uh, a youth group girl, um, had DM'd me from one of my shows and like her name was like Be careful. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm just kidding. I, you know, I don't trust me, I know, I know. I've been doing this a while, but yeah, man. Not, <laughs> He's I, like, hey, hey, hey. I, yeah. I don't I don't I don't respond to um to youth group kids in my DMs, but but her name was I hate myself or whatever, and it mm. showed up in my request. 
And then um, I ended up doing a show there after that. And when I was rapping, I had got a chance to, she walked up to buy a t-shirt and I got a chance to say, Hey, you know, I seen your name was, I hate me. Why do you have that? And like, mm. I, she started talking about like how on TV she sees like all the, all the girls that are portrayed are depressed and anxious. And she thinks that she, that she might've been influenced by X, Y, and Z. And plus this is going on wow. at home. And I, I just got to speak life into her and just let her know, like, Jesus loves you. And we got to pray. And um, yes, awesome. she changed her, she changed her name after that. So like, if I'm having this oh. little, this little impact, like I know Eminem dropping a verse with like Kanye West for the world, especially like that, that's super religious to the, to the world. Like, Oh yeah. You look as a believer, we can look at it and be like, Oh, okay. But I seen you in the club last Saturday, but the world is like hearing this verse and they're being like, Whoa, if he's yep. saying this, maybe there's something yeah. to it. Yeah, it could be, man. We just, we hope and pray. I would love to see them. I, I mean, I don't, I, I would love to see anybody get saved. I don't care if it's Eminem or if That's it's right. just, right. just the guy that, you know, my next door neighbor, you know, like every single person that I come into contact, I hope they get saved. I hope they Amen. come to know Jesus and, uh, and hear the truth. So, um, all right. Well, I want to close the show out. Um, and uh, we, we usually we end with the gospel. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you did say you did some evangelism. So do you want to you want to take a couple seconds and throw the gospel out or? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. OK, the floor is yours, my friend. All right. What's up, guys? My name is Emilio Sarabia. And at one point in my life, I thought that I knew Jesus. Um, I lived a life. It was for myself. I didn't really truly have reverence for God. And so today I want to take a moment to just talk about the gospel and what it truly means to believe in Jesus, to have reverence for Jesus and to be saved. So right now I want to talk with you guys about your faith and about, about the gospel. You see, 2000 years ago, Jesus Christ, God became flesh in Jesus Christ and he died for our sins so that you so that when you believe you can be forgiven whenever you believe that he died and rose three days later i really pray right now in this chat holy spirit be with us right now lord i pray that you allow the listeners to open up and hear these words that i'm saying right now if you have any unforgiveness in your heart the word says that you cannot be forgiven unless you forgive so the first things first i want to take this time to pray and just if you really feel the spirit praying and pulling on your heart Pray with me. Father God, right now, we invite the Holy Spirit. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, that if we feel any unforgiveness in our hearts for anybody, any specific person that we just cannot forgive, Lord, I pray that you help us forgive them. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we forgive them. We believe that Jesus, you are God, that you came in the flesh and died for our sins and paid the price that we could not pay ourselves for our sins. You took our sins on that cross with you. Lord, we believe in your death, your resurrection, and we repent right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that whenever the Holy Spirit be with us, repentance is when you truly turn your heart from the Lord. Oh my goodness. Repentance is when you truly turn your heart from your sin, whenever you truly want to direct it towards the Lord and live for the Lord, and you no longer want to live this lifestyle. So Lord, right now we repent. We repent right now in the name of Jesus. We ask for forgiveness for any sins, any unclean sins that we may not know of, or the ones that we know of, Lord, we pray right now that you forgive us for our sins. We turn our hearts towards you, Jesus, and we just want to live our lives for you. 
Holy Spirit, we invite you into us, into our hearts. Lord, I pray that whoever is listening to this on TikTok, on YouTube, Lord, that they receive your spirit as they're praying this. I pray right now, Lord, we believe in the name of Jesus Christ that he died for our sins, rose from the grave three days later, and we repent. And I truly believe that if we allow you, Lord, to take over our lives, to change our hearts, to transform our minds, that we will be made new and we will be with you on the in, on the day of resurrection, on the day when you come back, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and thank you. Amen. 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 Good stuff, brother. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Thank you guys, everybody, for watching and listening. It's been a, a little bit of a long run uh, for tonight, but uh, it's been a great. This has been one of my favorite podcasts, probably, Had a because, good time. probably because I didn't have to talk as much. And, I, you know, <laughs> I think that that's maybe I talk too much sometimes. But God bless you, Emilio. We thank you so much for uh, being on here. I'm going to close out the show on YouTube. Catch you guys.